just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. All protocols, COVID-19 protocols, must strictly be adhered to, please. So let's not take it for granted. Let's all wear our mask. God will deliver us. But we also must do what we must do. So when you come, use your sanitizer if you have your own. And then enter. Once a while, you just apply and you are safe. And then try and take your hydroxychloroquine. Is it not so? And then your vitamin C. And then, at least, if you have vitamin D, it's also powerful. Or try and be walking in the sun during the day, at least 15 minutes. These things are basic that when we all do, at least we would be able to live long. The world is coming to an end. That's the truth. Until all these things are coming about. Jesus said, and blessed is he that overcometh. Until as such things come, we overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 10. Verse 16, Matthew chapter 10. Today I'm going to be teaching and my prayer is that we'll all learn something that will change our lives this year. Can I have a better amen? So our Bible, Matthew 10:16 reads, King James, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. So Jesus was sending I'm sending you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. This is the world we are in. How can a sheep be amongst wolves and still survive? Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves so that you can survive. I want us to take this scripture again because as I keep going through, be thinking about it, he says that, behold, I send you forth. So there's a sending. It's not just behold, be in the world and do something. But he said that I send you forth. Amen. will make an impact. But I'll say, but be ye as sheep in the midst of wolves, as wise as serpents, and as harmless as doves. So three things. As sheep in the midst of wolves. You need wisdom. As wise as serpents. And the clearly say, you must have it. And then, is it as harmless as doves? So, our father has taken his time to write this book called Wise as Serpent, which when we're entering to this year, yeah, a prophetic word. I'll say this year will be a year that is called being wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So today I want us to look at just one of those chapters and I pray that God will give all of us a revelation. Hallelujah. So chapter 3, if you have the book, you can turn to chapter 3. If you don't have the book, don't you worry. I'll just be reading and explaining and they will be blessed. In Mark chapter 7, verse 20 to 23, Bible says that, And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man, for from within, Obinka said, for from within, See, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, 
covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. See, all these things comes from within. Or see, and all these evil things come from within and defile the man. And consistently, I'm pimping. Be 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 a few ninimo, neema, neema kosa. So who be so? The life a tumpoa. Usually, no. There's something good that comes out of the person that is bringing that result. As we are seated here, we all look nice outwardly. Oh, by the grace of God, we are all looking nice with our fluffy faces. From, 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 showing your twin cancer, you are looking nice. Ooh. You see, we are looking nice with our nice dresses, with our nice jackets, our nice, look at Reverend Gabby, looking so nice. Like someone who has come from Tokyo. <laughs> looking so nice, you'll be there, okay. You know, and then, now, you are, you are, when you come to church and we are worshipping, you are worshipping. But we don't know what is inside you. I don't know what is inside you too. You don't know what is inside me. But we will know by the results we see in your life over time. So, Jesus is teaching us something and I want us to flow with it. He says that serpents are wise because they have inner power. In Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs chapter 4, King Solomon who happened to be one of the wisest men on earth said this whilst he was young. He says that wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. I can't say principal. I see Chen is saying. Main thing. There are, there are many things, but the main thing, the main thing is wisdom. The main thing. Or see, a lot of things matter in life, but the main thing is wisdom. This is King Solomon speaking. Why the projector is not working? It's not, it's stalled? It's working. Proverbs 4 7. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. Take note of this very important scripture. Old Testament wisest person saying this. A New Testament wisest person who is Jesus is also saying it. So, many things are important. Many things are needed. Many things are vital for our life. But Bible says, King Solomon, who was the wisest person, actually till now we know that he's the wisest person. We used to feel well. He's the wisest person. He said that wisdom is the main thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. I said, therefore, get wisdom. You should want to buy wisdom. I don't think we can buy wisdom. Can we? Yes. You can buy wisdom. I would say that buy wisdom. <laughs> but I understand your no. It's not easy to see it. <laughs> that is why we are going to learn how to buy wisdom. Because if you don't have some wisdom that would make you survive in this world, you'll be, you'll be shocked that you'll be in this world, but Charlie, you're suffering. You're struggling. You're not making it. So Bible says that, and in all you're getting, and with all you're getting, get understanding. That means reasons. You must have reasons why, reasons why, reasons why, reasons why. A good student is somebody who always wants to find out, why should I do this? Why should I do that? Why should I do this? If that thing goes with wisdom, there is no way you will not succeed in this life. Why should I come to church? And so, we want to look at particularly the wisdom of the serpent. And my prayer is that, you know, maybe, thank you Holy Spirit, let me do this. Look at it. I'm just reading through the table of contents, okay? And then I'll pick on what I'm sharing today. The wisdom of the serpents, number one. The, the serpent is a master of 
non-dependent living. is one of the things he said he can survive without depending on anybody. You must get to a point where in life, with or without somebody, you can survive. May that be our portion. Another one, masters of inner power, which is what I'm going to talk about this morning. Another one, masters of the powers of the mouse. Another one, serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. Another one, they are masters at giving themselves holy. They are masters of maneuvers. They are masters of survival. They are masters of contentment. They are masters of patience. They are masters of frugality. They are masters of hiding and flourishing, which I'll be talking about in second service. They are masters of self-defense. They are masters of overcoming demons. They are masters of reputation. They are masters of living peaceably with men. When you, well you can, we can easily be in an, in a place, but you don't know a snake is around. Is it not so? Yeah. That is one of the wisdom of the snake. We, we should not always hear you. Oh, you're too loud. Everybody knows that this person has come to town. Richie, your son, warn him I'll beat him one of these days. He should come to church. <laughs> Amen. Some of us we are too loud. Maybe not you, but you know people who are loud. Anything they will they will come out like when you do even your dressing crack can be loud. And said you put one chill. Social media. Every time you are there. Even you are eating your small watch, you put it on the social media. Bruh. Loud. But a snake is not like that. A snake, look, you are just building a two bedroom. Everybody knows. Two bedroom. You are not wise if you are like that. Masters of subduing spouses. I think we will go into that one day. Subduing spouses. Masters of speed. When you are doing something, do it with speed. You see how the snake will Hey, Abrabo one is one for speed and shame. A lot of things won't work. Do you know when you'll be sick? You are building. Put speed in the building. Cut down a lot of expenses and then put speed in the building. Speed. Bishop Dark is one of the people who lifts these things that we are learning. He's a man of speed. Within his, he's just 57, turning 58 this year. But look at what he has done in his lifetime. With speed. And he, now, the speed has increased. He, has, he looks at the UD, which is the main mother church. And the way UD is called, you guys, I think you, are, you have grown. Bishop in Tafo, Bishop this, Bishop that. Just, just leave the church. Let me just move with these young guys who can move faster. Now, he has, just two weeks ago, he has consecrated young Bishops. Hey! <laughs> As you are clapping, you are clapping for yourself. Young bishops. Brother Felix, I ask myself, so as prophet is doing this, what am I also doing here? So I'm, I'm going to do something with speed. <laughs> That's how you follow somebody who is wise. You don't, you just don't sit there and say, hey, Hey, it's nice. So, hey, they are doing wonders. So, how does it apply to you? What is it that you have been too slow that you have to apply some speed? 
Because he said he was not thinking like that until he had an accident. When he had this accident, when he was going to Tamale, just about 30 minutes before he had entered to Tamale, and then their car, a muzo from Korea, that were driving brand new muzo with ABS, so called. Some assorted. He was driving, Prophet Kakra was in front, his sister was at the back with the sister's husband and another person. And the customer sorted. It's squashed. But they didn't die. But he said, hey. So if I had died, 1997, if I had died, there wouldn't have been all these things that have happened since 97 till now. So from that day, he said, though I am young, though I am a pastor, though I am serving God, I can die at any time. That's how his mind began to work. Most of us, we are slow because we don't think we can die. You think that you live up to 92. You think your, grandpa, your grandfather lived up to 100. Your father lived up to 88. So you two can go further. It's all like that. You can die in th- by 37. So what are you doing? We must attach speed. Win souls with speed. Help build the church with speed. Do something in the church with speed. May the balloon be a blessing. Everything with speed. Even you're walking crowd them as we speak. Can you walk like that? You're not serious. Attach speed with your construction. Usi Dayan, speed. Oh, maybe I'm trying within by the time I made it 50, no. Master T C Day. These days we're 24 years. People have started building. Am I talking to somebody? Speed. So that is one of the wisdoms of the serpent. Speed. He said that, and not just speed, masters of speed. Masters of, at operating by the senses. Masters at being unpredictable. Look, Charlie, one of the wisdoms that we must have as a serpent, you must be unpredictable. Me, I'm trying to be a man of God who is unpredictable. I'm trying, and there's a way. You must not be predictable. So last week, whilst we were praying, one of the things I said was that, hey, we read in the Bible, don't be somebody that everybody can determine how you, how you do your things. Somebody wants to kill you, will kill you through that. This is how the person does it. This every time, this is what follows. This, after this will be that, after this. When they, they see that that is you, they predict you. Even as a man of God, if I am predictable, that, oh, from, this is how Bishop does, Bishop Chris does his things. With time, you'll be familiar. You'll be bored with, so you must be unpredictable. You must be what? Unpredictable. So when you're going home, you always use this route. Begin to identify some routes you can also add to the routes you know. So there are some days you just, there are some days you usually come around 7.30. There are some days you will come at 9. There are some days you must even come at 3 p.m. So that people can't know. Am I talking to God's people? I can't hear you. Am I talking to God's people? And that is the wisdom of the serpent. He says that masters at working alone. Masters at working with others. Masters of radical change. So today I want to look at the third chapter, which is Masters of Inner Power. So here, you see that serpents are wise because they have developed their inner power. The great wisdom of the serpent is to have developed this inner or internal power that is called venom. What is venom? Venom is a poisonous substance. And scorpions have venom. Snakes have venom. They create this venom from within. Venom, when released out of a scorpion or a snake, can harm, sometimes can kill, can destroy, can terminate. Snakes produce this saliva from within their mouths, just like we all do. We all produce saliva. Saliva is in my mouth. Without it, you, you finish. 
So, their saliva, which is produced within, is poisonous. But that is what makes them powerful. What does it mean to us? In our case, it is not the saliva that makes us powerful. But there's something that when we are able to develop within, it will make us powerful. And as I teach you, I see you developing those. The saliva of a snake, it's venom. The venom a snake produces within itself is so powerful that it can kill a human being. It can kill even a lion. It can kill even an entire village or community. The great power of a snake comes from within. The snake produces saliva from within itself and this saliva is so potent that a drop of it can send you to your grave. Imagine your saliva being so powerful that you could kill someone by spitting at him. If you could have. If I could have just used my saliva, I think I would have killed a lot of torture drivers for because the way sometimes when they see we the private, how many know what I'm talking about? When they see private cars, the way they want to just, this guy, especially this um, thing that has come, what is it called? Pragya. I don't like the drivers at all. Thank God my saliva is safe. One day, I think, was it a trotro driver? I saw my Achimota. He was, and then, when I meet them, I always want to prove to them that they cannot play games on me. You know, they know how to drive. They do, do, so I try to maintain my, and then the guy spat on me. Spitting, and yet, oh yeah, boom, I was with my big brother. Spat on me. I cleaned him and I said, Lord, Forgive him. <laughs> oh no. I, what killed my mind was to follow him and then sort him out. So I would have beaten him cry. Thank God for Jesus. So you can imagine my saliva was poisonous. I'll just, I'll just do. Why don't you clap for yourself that God has kept your saliva safe? <laughs> The great power of a snake Comes from within Imagine The venom of the king cobra King cobra is a type of snake That is usually found in Asia And it's one of the most If not the wildest Dangerous snakes in the world The venom of this king cobra Is so deadly that One bite can kill 20 people Or one elephant. The Australian brown snake's venom is so powerful that only one out of 14,000 of an ounce is needed to kill a human being. The Australian's inland taipan snake. I have a documentary on snakes. So once a while, it's here. Once I just walk snakes. Hey! Tell me, snake. Fortunately, it seeks unpopulated areas and rarely bites people. This snake called the Taipan snake have venom 50 times more toxic than a cobra. And every man, every human being can unleash your internal powers that comes through your mouth. It is when something comes from deep within that it is powerful. I'm going to explain. Both positive and negative things gain their power when they are from within and from the heart. Without, without the heart's involvement, every word and physical action is really powerless. So the reason why sometimes we are doing things and we don't see it having an impact is usually because it's not from the heart. But anything that is from the heart, whether it is word, whether it's action, it does something. Because the heart is your internal area, your labab. Consider this young lady, this is the scenario I'm using. Now. Consider this young lady who is raped by an armed robber. This young lady has had several boyfriends in the past 
and committed fornication with all of them. This young lady is well known for her immoral and sexual sins. This is a scenario. Now, somebody who sleeps with guys, everybody knows that he's a very bad girl. Now, this arm robber comes and then as part of attacking her, ask her to bend over to allow him to rape her in a similar style that she used to have sex with her other boyfriends. Don't think too far. Now, she has no option but to obey. After the rape event is over, no one accuses the young lady of having committed fornication or any sin with the arm robber. No one even says she has been immoral or unholy. Why is that? Why are people rather sympathetic to her after the arm robber had done that to her? Did she not do the exact same things with the arm robber that she did with her other boyfriends? And the answer is, yes, she did. So why is it that the same physical act is considered to be a sin on one day and on another occasion is not even considered to be wrong? And the answer is simple. She did not bend over of her free will or from her heart when the armed robber put her under such. That's the difference. So, physically, we see that you seem to be doing the same thing. You can't even be standing here preaching. But it's not from your heart. I can be reading the book. It may not be from my heart. I can be reading the book. It can be from my heart. If it's from my heart, you will know. If it's from my heart, it will have an impact on you. And that's the difference. There are some people, they are doing worship and praise, but it's not from their heart. Some people compose music, but it's not from their heart. So the music, when we listen, it doesn't bless us. Some people say, I love you, but it's not from their heart. They are lying to you. So, what we are learning today is that things that come from your heart is what has power. And that is one of the wisdom of the snake. So I'm going to show you how to develop that inner power. How many want to know? God bless you. Or say, Jesus taught us that it is only when something comes from within and from the heart that it has power. It is only when preaching comes from the heart that it is powerful. It is only when teaching comes from the heart that it is powerful. It is only when we do things from the heart that it have power. The real power is from within. Somebody say, Amen. So like I read in Mark chapter 7 verse 20 to 23, he says that, that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart, out of the heart, out of the heart of men, proceed things like evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within. And that is what defiles the man. The power that comes from within you is the strong force that can do wonders in your life and ministry. It is what comes from within you that determines how powerful you will be. What is on the outside has very little real effect. If what I'm saying is true, which is true, then we must try not to impress people. If what I'm saying, what I've said is true, which is true, then we must try not to impress people. Which, which unfortunately, that's how we, most of us are. We like wearing nice things, but you know you are poor. We like creating an impression that we know, but you don't know. We like creating an impression that, oh, Bishop, everything is okay, but everything is not okay. We like creating an impression that, oh, my marriage is working, but it is going. It's killing you softly. I mean, and we are all good at that. But that is not the snake. 
girl and work on your heart. To be wise as a serpent, you must seriously work on what is within you. You cannot be used by God if you are not as wise as a serpent. A snake has a lot of power and the power is all internal. Mr. Naughty. The great wisdom of the serpent is to develop internal power. The great wisdom of the serpent is to fight with those internal powers. Work on your hidden internal thinking processes. Your negative thoughts usually will reduce the power within you. Actually, one time I was reading Rick Joyner's book on the torch and the sword. I was shocked. And he said, the Lord Jesus said that one thing that sin does is sin reduces our mental capacity. Because everybody, every human being, your mental capacity is wilder, broader, huge than a computer that has the highest terabyte that it can have. I don't know what I'm saying, we understand. The way God has made us, everybody, your mental thinking faculty has the ability to, let's even look at just storage. It has the ability to store more things than anything that can store any information. But what reduces the capacity is sin. It's evil. So anytime evil is in your heart, it gradually affects your mind and then now you are not able to think correctly. Let me put it this way. That means that when you see somebody who is not thinking correctly, most of the time the person's inside is not good. When you see somebody who has become more of a Christian, realize that the person is able to accomplish more. The, the person looks powerful. The person naturally accomplishes because everything is pure. So you see a lot of people who are Christians but they are not able to do much or they don't look powerful. It's usually because there's so much evil in them. Include especially the evil of lying. The evil of lying. Because lying is one of the most powerful evils that weakens you. That is why the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. Fornication, all those things, they are just extras. But lying, lying, lying is a major evil. Satan is called the father of lies. It's only a liar who commits fornication. It's only a liar who do a lot of the things that we know. So lying is one of the things that weakens you. If you can overcome it, you'll be a powerful guy. Most of us, we lie to ourselves before you start lying to people. And it weakens you. A minister must work on his thoughts. Jesus said that the things that defile you come from inside. When you open your inner life to hidden evil thoughts, hidden deceit, hidden thefts, hidden adultery, all your powers go out and you are like a snake without saliva or venom. Most aspects of righteousness are hidden. True righteousness is not easy to see because you cannot see the hearts and minds of people. Macbeth said it. You cannot read the mind's construction on the face. You have to be strong internally so that God can anoint you. Can I have an amen? Amen. The fruit of the Spirit, as in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, is a product of your inner being. There are nine aspects of the fruit of the Spirit. It talks about love, joy, you know, so you're Christian, and that as it comes out it is your power it is your power the fruit of the spirit he didn't say the fruits 
He said that the fruit, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, the fruit, just like you take a fruit, you take a mango fruit, the mango fruit has the seed. Is it not so? And even in the seed, we have different parts of the seed. And then we also have the skin. Even the skin, we have layers. Between the, the skin and the seed, we have this fluffy part. So we have the endocarp, we have the pericarp, we have the mesocarp. All these are part of the fruit. So just like the Holy Spirit is working in us, we have the fruits of the Spirit. Or see, it's love. The more love we see in you, the more powerful you are. So if it is a virtue that Satan had to destroy, the Holy Ghost also has this virtue called love. That he, as it comes out of you, you are powerful. See a Christian who loves. He's a very powerful guy. Because loves come from within. weak. Love, joy, peace. I'm not teaching on this, but we must know it. Love, love is seen when people offend you. Don't talk about love until you see offense. Or say love covers a multitude of sins. It is only when somebody has done something you're not happy and you still allow it to be. And then you are flowing the person. Now you can say, this person, I love him. And to that, it's not love. So most couples that come for, they said, I love you. They, they, they don't know what they are talking about. It is after they have gone home and the, your, your wife delays food and your husband comes late and your husband is doing things you don't, you are not happy and he still say, I love you. Annie, I love you. Then that is love. And that thing is power. It makes you like a snake. Which most of us can do. Are you the one who is supposed to? And then immediately you change. The moment you change because of what he or she has done, you are, you are, you are weak. Joy. What is joy? Joy is happiness irrespective of what is happening. Which most of us... Look, will you still come to church with your bones, some soul, when you don't have money? That is joy. But usually, we are happy when we have a phone, your birthday, people give you gifts, and then people are saying you are looking nice, then you are happy. But what about when people are saying you are not nice? When people are not smiling with you? When people are insulting you and you still come to church and you are flowing? That is joy. It's the opposite of the natural. And that is the fruit of the spirit. If you have those things, you are powerful. Peace is being calm in the midst of the storm. Even your dressing, you can be gentle about it. The way you talk to people. Long suffering. Oh, find me a moment, but you are still there. You are, it does not change you. It is power. Sustain. Some of you, when your small suffering you are going through, yeah, 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 look, I can't, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it no more. That's why it is the Holy Spirit's work. So the more these things are showing, the more powerful you are. That is your venom. That's my venom. As I stand here, you have no idea what I've been through in life. I've been through a lot. But I have chosen to trust Him. And it has kept me In a particular way.
things that can crush you, but you say, no, I'll not let this thing crush me. I'll still be around. I'll still preach. I'll still flow. I'll still say what I believe. I still, hey, it's not easy. That thing is your power. That's your power. Goodness. When you do good to people and then they, they give back to you, good measure, pressed and shaking together, running over of wickedness. I used to say, I'll still be do good. That is your power. Bishop Oyedepo has power. Bishop Dag has power. It is the power that is driving the church. If you remove Bishop Dag now out of the system, the power will not be like the power when he's there. It's not Anu. It is what the person is made of. It's what you allow the Holy Ghost to develop in you. He has more love. He has more joy. He has more peace. He has more long-suffering. More gentleness. More goodness. More patience. More faith. More self-control. You too, you have some, but maybe yours is small. So your power is small. Your power, you have power, but it is small. It can only let you iron, but it cannot, it cannot push a train. That's why you can't accomplish much because you have to let the Holy Ghost let that work come on. That is your venom. That is my venom. And because what he what said, my way, but who told you you have been there for a long time. You don't understand. Look, my friend, don't let these things move you. Apostle Paul said, none of these things moved me. May the Lord grant us the grace to develop our power. Somebody say, Amen. amen. So, let's look at how to develop the inner power. Number one. Develop the inner power by having your regular quiet times with God. Develop your inner power by having regular quiet times with God. You see, in Galatians chapter 6 verse 8, Bible says that, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, capital S, the spirit, Shall of the spirit reap everlasting. You see, I was talking about the fruit of the spirit. So this whole power thing has to do with the Holy Spirit. So you must, you must do things that will let the Holy Spirit be more in your life. And I'm saying number one is quiet time. Quiet time. Daily quiet time. First Corinthians chapter one verse nine. Daily quiet time. What is quiet time? Quiet time is waking up in the morning. Before you even start checking your phone and then you start seeing things that will disrupt you and disturb you, you just say, Lord, I thank you. Father, I bless you for another day. I thank you that today is a day that you have made and I choose to be glad in it. And be rejoicing in it. Lord, I want to come before you. And as you are talking to God, God is enjoying your presence. And then, he said, Father, this morning I want you to speak to me because Jesus taught us that when we pray, pray that our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. It's not only talking about cocoa. It's not talking about watching. But he's talking about your spiritual daily bread. So Father, as I come before you this morning, give me my daily bread. As I read your Bible, share something with me in Jesus' name. Amen. Then you take your Bible. However you want to read your Bible, whether you're using a daily guide or whatever, you know, then you just read something. And then you begin to think about it. As you're having that quiet time with God, power, your venom is developing in your spiritual saliva. For the day. Because Abia, at 3 p.m. that day, there is something that is going to happen in your life that will provoke you. 
but you are you are you are building up the venom. Why in your quiet time, Ube would tell why in your quiet time, you will be powerless. You you be around, but you are looking flashy, you are looking whatever, but you are powerless. And you meet something that will crush you. Most people don't do quiet time, and it's a mistake. First Corinthians chapter one, verse nine. First Corinthians one nine. He says that God is faithful by whom you and I were called to what? Unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ. So one of our callings is to fellowship with Jesus. That's quiet time. You'll be shocked as you're doing that. The Lord will begin to show you things. One day I woke up, I was supposed to go and lecture. I was in order, I was going to lecture at Mampong. Once in a while I go and do something called emphasis lecture. That means I go the whole week and I'm with the students and I'll be lecturing. And this particular morning I had just woke up and I did my quiet time and just in the midst of my quiet time, the Lord told me, Chris, when you're going, don't speed. Cause I like speed. <laughs> That's why when the road is so from what that I said, hey, Charlie, I'm leaving at six. I must get to Mampong by seven forty-five eight. It means speed, but the Lord said don't speed. So I was just going. So me yes, the media superpower. No, congrats. I said don't speed. Hey, Reverend Gabby, I was not happy, but I had to flow. And as I was going, Uncle Mike, going, going, I got to a place called Acrosso. And I just turned towards the Samankesi Road. Less than two to three hundred meters. A strange animal from nowhere crossed me. And I was moving at 40. So, when he crossed me, I had to just take my time and then swerve. But my car, nothing happened. And I heard some people laughing from far. But it was loud. Wah, 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 wah. And then the Holy Spirit said, now you can speed. And I said, oh, I understand. If I had not heard it, maybe it was a trap for me. And because maybe I would have been coming at 80, 90, 100 or whatever, I would have just been moving. And something would have happened. But I had it in my quiet time. Could it be that if you do your quiet time, the Lord will tell you what is coming this year? On the 4th of April? Could it be that the Lord will tell you that take this medicine so that you can live? Could it be that the Lord will tell you that don't go to this hospital this time, but go here? But you don't have your quiet time. He wants to talk to you. When Jesus himself had a quiet time with the Lord, his father, an angel was sent to strengthen him. Every time you have a quiet time with the Lord, you can expect to be strengthened spiritually. May you have your quiet time every day this year. Can I have your louder amen? amen. Number two, pray in tongues. I'm talking about how to develop your inner power. Pray in tongues. First Corinthians 14. Four, one who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but one who prophesies edifies the church. One who speaks in tongue edifies himself, because you are speaking mysteries unto God. Speaking in tongues builds you up internally. When you speak in tongues, you are edified. Edified means that you are built up. You are built up like... The more you speak in tongues like you, who see, um, 84 story tower, which you don't have some in Ghana. Oh? What is the highest in Ghana? 16? Which one is that? City house? City house? The tallest building in Ghana. Is it we can't be? We don't know. It's not there. But you just move out, you know, to Asia, to Singapore, to Korea, to America. 120 floors. Dubai. 
2,717 feet and 3 feet is 1 meter. So divide by 3. That's 900 meters into the atmosphere. 100 meters. So 900. Into a room. So you see some people, they are Christians. They are going. They are like a house, a small house. That height. Because you do la 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 la. La 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 la. You are very small something in the atmosphere of the spiritual things. But some too they have built themselves. They are like 120 story. Some have even built themselves into 300 story. Some are into the 900,000 story. Speaking in tongues builds you up. Oh, Ecodomio. It builds you up. It builds you up in height. It builds you up in width. It builds you up in depth. So you become a very great structure in the Am I talking to God's people? That is why every day you must desire sometimes just put off your phone. These days I like putting off my phone. I just put air flight mode. Just be there. Obe is always two time. And you have time now with the when you are about to start, you can put your hand on your belly. If you put your hand on your belly, you realize that your belly is quiet. But now, as you keep speaking in tongues, let's say every 20 minutes, put your hand on your belly, you begin to see that something is moving. And the more you do it, you see that the thing is like something is boiling. Try it. Me, before I come for any prophetic whatever, I make sure that my distance is boiling. Do, 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 before I come. So, so sometimes when I'm ministering, I put my hand here and I do this. I even connect you. The thing flows. Like electricity. It's not magic. It's power. It's working. Everybody can develop that thing. Satan knows it and he's afraid of it. Spend time, hours praying in tongues. I feel we let it be part of your life. Spend more time. You are driving. And you are playing some nice gospel music or you are playing some preaching. As you are doing that, you are investing in your spirit. Your venom is increasing. Satan is afraid of you. When you speak after that, it works. Ephesians chapter 3. Look at it. Verse 20. How many will do it? If you do it, say amen. How many will do it well? If you do it well, say amen. In Ephesians chapter 3, Bible says that now unto him that is able, that is God, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above. Hey, what my Paul a for? Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, and yeah, exceedingly, okay, exceedingly a tautology, but exceeding is qualifying, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is working within us. So when you speak in tongues, it gets to a point where the power is working. So anything you, anything you are thinking works. So you start thinking car, and then you was in a car neighbor. <laughs> you start thinking promotion, and then you realize that your boss has said, call me this person, I think we should promote him. I'm explaining to you, that's how it works. That's why you must spend more time praying in tongues, and when the power is working, Whatever you are thinking begins to work. You can also kill somebody in, your, in, your, in that process. This person is disturbing me. This person is disturbing me. You can also let somebody's life be frustrated. This person is tormenting me. Whatever you are thinking. So hours of praying in tongues. That's why this week is our last fasting week. We will be praying in tongues. 
Can we all speak in tongues for some few minutes? Paralaba don't listen to anybody pray for yourself develop that venom build up yourself in your most holy faith pray in the holy ghost makuta shakala babaha rabene mekariantani mazambrianta ispata tos emogonze gramotoze gedebaha ramani mikabala badiande da brotozante katata damine katola ipale katatenda bratosa tande mekabramatazakataya whatever the devil has planned against you as you praying in tongues you are overcoming in the name of jesus zaha plata iparatosa patoka batoska tande ipebaratosa tande mekabramataya may the lord bless you makusa bratoskata may the lord bless me may the lord bless everyone yata shoka who is here in the name of jesus gabrota himanimale perenime nomromotosika dele mikaba zazaru kabromotosika dele mandibreko tosakada shaba haka hata zaka bika rema dosa keka tosa kapa lema kala meka tosa kata nema kapa lapa dona maka yepa takatosa kata amina katoska pa amamina katoseka yepe neme kota seka labadima rato pota so kalaba nima kesha kata lema kapa rabianto sahiva hesh mose honko nonse brenka tena mekaba la rami neme kato zakata let it come out of your spirit blishe homrota hasparianta nimi kaba may the lord bless your job may the blood ikusa hemre kotosika iparaniata you cannot be sick of covid-19 makusha hala makaba a thousand may fall on your side ten thousand on your right hand but it shall come mahosa not come nigh you inaroshe frotosaka for the lord mezahura makatosa kataya will fight your battles for you melemo ziyante nemi kabaha iyakosha palababa azebrantose kata for he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty mania zabrakatosa kadini mikabaha rapapa meneko sheketeni mekolobosia mekedosa hifatela dakruta zabranto boshisho gabaha setata yandari mikabriyatola mazihate vorehekosha kabaha in the name of jesus so when you are praying you just say lord i pray for my mother and then you speak in tongues so it's like writing a letter you write the introduction lord i'm praying for my mother heal her then you move into tongues you'll be shocked that is our power but if you don't use it satan will play games with us we don't have to go through we don't have to or see greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world or see for you are more than a conqueror through christ jesus clap for yourself clap for yourself you are more than a conqueror you are more than a conqueror now in closing number three meditate on the word of god so the first one is quiet time the second one is speaking in tongues number three meditate on the word of god he said this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth joshua 1 8 but thou shalt meditate on it the book those days you know, he was talking about the scroll but now it is the bible it could be on your phone so the bible on your phone shall not depart out of your mouth but thou shalt meditate on it day and night day and night day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein or see then thou shalt make thy way prosperous you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success as you meditate on it so we must meditate on the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Take a word every day and think about it. Now what is meditation? Meditation is not, but meditation is, but thinking about something. He's muttering. So, 
our our mind is ruminating. So as it does that, it divides into the different particles that enters into your spirit. So, Bishop Dad's book on Wise as Serpent is full of meditation. He meditated and God gave him all this revelation. So you too, you'll be shocked that when you pick just a word, betrayal, and you meditate on it, it gives you more revelation. I have meditated on a phrase called proper child. And it's giving me more revelation. I'm writing a book out of it. Proper child. Proper child. Proper child. And it's, as you meditate on it, it becomes a power to you. It's become a power in you. Meditation has a powerful effect on you. It's able to change you from a failure into a success. From a zero into a hero. An inner power is developed within you when you meditate on the word. It is that inner power that makes you successful. Notice how the scripture assures you of success in your life through the scripture in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. And the last point. So the first one is quiet time. The second one is praying in tongues. And the third one is meditate on the word. And the last one, protect your heart from evil contamination. Protect your heart from evil contamination. Please, is the communion ready? Right. Your heart is easily contaminated with bitterness, unforgiveness, prejudice, wickedness, revenge, adultery, lust, and jealousy. If you do not watch your heart, it will soon become a repository of many Evils. That's why Bible says that in Proverbs 4.23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Please close your eyes and let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. I pray that you have mercy on us. Grant us the grace to do these four things as it produces the power that must be within us. Grant us the ability to even meet Satan and his cohorts and overcome them by the grace of God. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say, Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. If you are here and you are not born again, I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you before we take the communion. You are here, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. If you are here, you are born again, lift up your hand. If you are here, you are born again. Lift up your hand. So this question is also making heaven acknowledge our what we are saying. If you are here, you are born again. Lift up your hand. Father, behold our hands. We lift up our hands as a pledge unto you that we are your children. And so as we take this communion, by faith, may it work within our bodies, our soul, and our spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Before we take our offerings, we want to take the communion. So please let's share. Antimod, you're welcome. Can you sing one song? We want to take communion. Very, very important. Quickly. Bible says that in the night when Jesus was betrayed, Jesus took bread when he was with disciples and he said, after he had broken it, he said, this is my body broken for you. Eat in remembrance of me. So when we eat this, believing that it's Jesus' body that is entering into our body. I tell you, what enters into your life determines what you become. If you are into fatty things, it has its own effect. If you are into a lot of carbohydrate, it has its effect. If you are into a lot of alcohol, it has its effect. If you take medicine, it does something to you. I believe that as we take this body of Christ, it will do something good to us. Lift it up and say the body of Jesus. And please eat. On the stage... And after he also took the cup, 
And he said that this is my blood poured out for you. It's only believers who can do this. Believers, Christians who have a covenant relationship with Jesus. And as we look at it, it's just a drink. And Jesus took a drink and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. And he said, drink as often in remembrance of me. Uncle Mike, I don't know about you, but I believe in it. It works. It to protect me, to protect you, to heal you, it to wash us from all our sins. We are sinners. But the blood is the only thing that can wash our sins. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus. Please drink it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, with all humility, we thank you for showing us mercy and for working on our lives. May the enemies that chased us, just like the Egyptians that followed the Israelites, be trapped in the Red Sea. May the enemies that followed us into 2021 be trapped by this communion that we have drunk. Deliver us from all such in Jesus' mighty name. Grant us access into better things because of the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I have blessed your church. And everyone say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please take your seats. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed. Live like you.